Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Race Tech Suspension and Engines Privateer Island Life. This is a little bit of a, a look on the other side of the sport. Yeah, I talked to Roxon and Tomac and Marvin and all these guys, but the guys on this show, they're a little bit more of, uh, of grinders out there making things happen, trying to make a living and trying to advance in the sport that we all love. And uh, so Privateer Island Life... Life on the island is tough. You try to fight it out with other guys and try to get off of it is the ultimate goal. Be a Weston Pike, I guess, is, is, is what people want to do. Uh, first up, thanks to Racetech for coming on board with this uh, show. Since they've been founded in 1984 by Paul Feed, Racetech has been an innovator in motorcycle suspension technology. They break through the limits of the OEM designs uh, with high-performance high suspension parts, service, and setups. Uh, to modify stock suspension components to perform at the highest level. Pulp MX-16 is the code to save at Racetech. they got a whole engine department there as well. A lot of privateers choose Racetech uh, for their needs, whether it's Supercross, Motocross, Canadian Nationals, everything else. So you need to discover why more top privateers trust Racetech uh, to get us and use the code to get a special listener discount on all your high-performance suspension needs. We thank Racetech for coming on, and please check them out and use the code and save. Uh, with me on the line, interesting guy. Uh, rides a lot of the supercrosses on the west coast. You'll see him ride the Trans World Slam races and do really well on that. And then some Canadian nationals as well because he has some Canadian in his background. So for me, it's a win-win. I had to get him on the pod. Talon Lafontaine. What's up, Talon? How are you, man? I'm great. How's it going? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Just chilling in Calgary before uh, Wild Rose National up here. You use Race Tech. Your BTO Sports is a big fan of you uh, because, and they're on my shows as well. And you're half Canadian. Uh, this is a this is a slam dunk podcast for me. I don't. Are you half? What is this your is deal? With, what is your deal with Canada? Uh, parents are Canadian. One parent. What is that again? Yeah. So actually, both my parents are Canadian. Um, my mom uh, and my dad. My dad was born in Medicine Hat, and then my mom was born. I'm not sure where she was born, but she was somewhere in uh, Saskatchewan. And then, yeah, so both my parents and are Canadian. All my family is actually Canadian. I don't think I have anyone in the United States that has any relatives. And are you dual? Or are you just American? Uh, I'm not yet. Okay. I'm working on it, though. Okay. Yeah, me too. I, I'm going the other way. I'm trying to get American citizenship. I've got all the paperwork. I just haven't finished it. I need to get on that. I think... I think that's more of a pain going that way. No, yeah, probably. It's 700 bucks for me to do it, minus lawyer fees. I imagine for Canada, it's probably like 20 bucks. Yeah, and you get a, they give you a Tim Hortons gift card when you <laughs> sign up. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. <laughs> um, are you still like, do you live up in Simi, or where do you live? I live in uh, Redlands. or Actually, I live in Yukaipa, okay. uh, which is like close to San Bernardino. Yeah, um, it's a cool little town. Actually, I love it. It's it's away from the typical Temecula scene, and uh -huh. um, right at the base of Big Bear, so it's cool. Ah, uh, that's that's it. All right. Um, so you've uh, you've grown up in the U.S. your whole time, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So Canadian Nationals, man. We'll get to Supercross a little bit. Um, Canadian Nationals for you. After two rounds, you sit eighth. Are you doing all of them? I think last year you did some, but are you doing all of them this year? I'm not doing all. I'm doing the first three, so this unfortunately, unfortunately, will be my last one. Okay, uh, which is actually um, my favorite one. I like this track a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, the track's really good. It's probably more similar to what we have to practice down there. Yeah, yeah, it's a good track. It's it's a cool race right in the city too. Um, 
Yeah. How was Prince George for you? How was the concrete start? Um, Prince George was. Oh, I don't, I don't know where to start, but <laughs> the te- like, dude, I don't, I don't think I'd ever miss uh, Prince George. Like, if I never go back, I wouldn't be bummed. Um, <laughs> Wait a minute, did you do Nanaimo ever? You did, right? No. Oh, you no, never did. Okay. Because. Uh, it was. It honestly wasn't that bad. The track was actually. They think the rain had been um, dry and dusty, but they got rain, and okay. the track turned out pretty good. Actually, they brought in a lot of sand, and they tried hard. With I know they don't have a lot of equipment there, and mm-hmm. they did a good job. Um, but the day before, like the it rained a lot, and the parking lot and everything was just mud and. I was surprised how good the track was. It was pretty good. The concrete start was rough, though. I put a new tire on the second moto and just lit it up. So that was a struggle. Yeah, bro. Tires cost you money. Yeah. Um, I know. So, oh, yeah. That's that's why I... Go ahead. What was that? Go ahead. Oh, I said uh, tires cost me money, so I didn't want to burn it up. So I just (laughs) suffered with the bad start. Yeah, exactly right. Um interesting series to do do you do you enjoy them i mean there's not you're riding mx2 there's no money in that thing for you guys really you're a top 10 guy no um, but is it fun yeah. why why do you do them? yeah it's really fun i for me um i would have liked to done uh glen helen hangtown in colorado and mm-hmm. went from there but I wasn't ready. I, I hurt myself. Um, that's kind of why I missed the last part of Supercross. I, I cut my shoulder. Uh, and but it was kind of weird because a cut is kind of different than yeah. like breaking or tearing something. And it just took a while and um, a wild movement and, and stuff. And I just wasn't ready to race those races. And uh, so we decided to come back up and do this. And and it's good. It's a good stepping stone, I think. And for me, not having a ton of experience, because uh, I didn't grow up racing my whole life. So mm-hmm. for me, it's just all about getting more experience and more gate time. And I'm riding good. I'm riding better. But um, yeah, it was just, just a, I think a good deal to build a little bit of confidence and a good step before going and racing against you know yeah. uh, the best guys. So you have family? You hang out with family up in Canada? You go yeah. Up, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm at my cousin's house right now. Uh, he lives in Calgary. And uh, last year I flew up here and we went fishing and uh, I'm I've gotten really close to them. So yeah, I'm we're hanging out in Calgary at this place right now with his family and oh cool, kind of enjoying that too. So that yeah, it's really cool. I know I asked you this before when you were on the Pulp Show uh, a year or two ago, but uh, your dad's from Medicine Hat. That's where Ross Rollerball Peterson is from. Medicine hat. Yeah. And he, he knew him, right? Or he rode with him or something, right? No. Yeah. He, uh, he grew he lived in the town and he knew him really well. Um, they used to ride in the gravel pits. Yeah. Uh, Rollerball. Yeah. So he, he knew him really well. And my dad played hockey and he did a lot. So, uh, he knew a lot of people in that town and, um, oh, that's cool. he actually had 12, 12 friends go on to the NHL. Oh, geez. Oh, wow. Your dad sounds like somebody I should interview on my Pulp Hockey show. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You'd like that. 
Uh, and then first round in uh, Kamloops. I've been Kamloops a couple times. Sneaky rough track, man. Like just square edgy, yeah. square edgy, breaking bumps, softer dirt. You think it's going to be sandy, but it's got a hard base. Uh, how was that for you? Uh, the tr- it was tough. I like you said it. It gets like super rough. Like like not a rough that you enjoy riding. Like just a rough that beats you up. Yeah. And um, yeah, a lot of square edges. You know the the track this year. Um, when I went out to practice at eight fifteen in the morning, mm-hmm. like half of the track already like the turns were already like powdery you know yeah yeah so when you do that you you kind of know like the rest of the day like the, this track's gonna be tough so which race was better for you Kamloops? because you went no prince george was better i rode better at prince george you scored better uh, at Kamloops, i got though. eight yeah yeah i got eighth overall at uh Kamloops, and i went nine eight and got ninth at Prince George, but Prince George, I rode way better. Like the first moto, I got a crappy start, mm-hmm. and uh, I caught up. Uh, I got into sixth at like halfway, and I could see that I could see fifth place, and uh, I hit a wall. Uh-huh. I got super tired, but I rode way better. And in practice, I was um, I was only a second off the the fast time. So yep. um, it's just more about racing for me, like getting in the racing part because I can go fast. So it's just more experience, and that's why I look forward to this weekend. Just each weekend I've ridden and gotten better. Do you – so do you drive your – are you driving in a van to these – do you drive up from Cali yeah. to, to, to BC? Yeah, we drove um, – we have a Sprinter, so okay. it's actually really good. We It's it's all All, all done up. up and everything? Okay. And yeah. when you say we, we got a mechanic, buddy? No, me oh. and my dad. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. So your dad's wrenching yeah. for you and stuff? Yep. Dude, that drives that drives actually not that bad. Straight up the five all the way. No. Do you know the the drive, like once you get into Northern California, like past Lake Shasta and yep. start seeing some trees, it's super nice. Like yep. it's really enjoyable. And then the drive from Prince Prince George to uh mm-hmm. Calgary, you go through Banff and like it's oh, it yeah. probably the the most scenic drive I've ever been on. It was awesome. That's yeah, Canada, bro. It's awesome. Did you? Uh, yeah. Do you like Tim Hortons? Do you actually like Tim Hortons? Oh, dude. Yes. Dude, no way. I do not. It's too hot. It's not good. Not at all. Uh. I, yeah, but I'm. I like ice caps. Oh yeah, so. yeah. All right. Yeah, that's true. Um. Hey. So, I thought for some reason that this year. You were on a 252 stroke. I don't know why I thought that. I thought I saw a photo from one of the races, or Lissamore told me that, or mm-hmm. I'll blame him. But but you can ride a 252 stroke. In no, what's what? No, dude, you have to be Canadian. Like if you're an oh, American, I forgot they about you. That's right. They, they they changed the rule again. I forgot. Yeah, if you're Canadian yeah. and you're not in the top 20 and you're between 22 years old and 23. You can ride a two-stroke or something stupid, right? And you have a kid, right? Exactly. Yeah. And your first <laughs> yeah. and your first name starts with a B. Um, yeah. That's right. They changed the rules again. I forgot about that. But uh, okay, never mind. Scrap, scrap that. I was going to say, have you thought about that or anything else? But uh, yeah, dude, that's. I don't know. Does anybody on a two-stroke up there? Do, do they have the, some Canadians? Yeah. Yeah. 
No, there's there's um, I, there's a few actually. There's okay. like four on the maybe more than, but I'd say there's four yeah. on the line at least. And they have to be completely stock, except for they can have a pipe on them, I think, or something, and no reed cage. I'm not even. I don't even know, dude. I'm not even <laughs> sure about the rules, but yeah. Um, I'm just waiting for some American. I'm though. Yeah, it it hasn't happened yet, I'm, but I'm, I'm, what? Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, I said I'm pissed when I see one and they're going fast. I know, right? I'm waiting for someone. Because then automatically I just want to protest them. (laughs) Exactly. Dude, I don't even have the wrenches to tear it down if you did protest them. Um, (laughs) No. I I always think that I'm like, sometimes I'm like, just how are these guys going to even check to see what's done inside of them or anything else? Like, no one's going to tear it down. It's Canadian photo. No, no one. Yeah. So, hey, if someone offered you a ride, like, you know, your top 10 after two rounds, um, not far off of Moffenbeyer and Surratt, um, w- would you do all the races if someone offered you a ride? Like, I don't know, this year, but next year or something? Like, would you, something you'd want to do? Yeah, i definitely do it. I, uh, yeah, like you said, I'm close, and and I'm top 10, but I have a lot more to show. Like, it's only been two rounds, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, yeah, I believe I'm I'm definitely a, a top five and can be on the podium. And if someone offered me that, I'd definitely do it. Especially since I'm comfortable up here with yeah. I have family and I've I've spent time up here as a kid. So yep. um, it I think it's easier for me to do it. Yeah, I definitely do it. Yeah, I think so too. It'd be kind of co- kind of cool. Like I'm gonna work on a story um, uh, for Race Rex down the road. Like you got. You got Dylan Epstein and Ryan Surratt, two guys who, you know, haven't made a living in the U.S. and kind of discovering Canadian motocross for the first time. And then you have Matt Gerke, Porcel, and other guys yeah. whose career is, you know, kind of kind of done in the U.S. They're, they can't make a lot of money. And they've discovered Canadian moto as a way to, to keep racing and to make some money. Um, so it's an interesting mix of riders, you know, past the prime, let's say, yeah. and then guys who haven't quite made it yet. It's really, really cool. And- and I know that I don't know for sure what's going on for next year, but I know there's there's some sort of changes going on and mm-hmm. and some interesting stuff happening. And then with the U.S. too, you all, all the craziness that's talking about how the Supercross series and how they're trying to make it longer, and that's probably gonna you know make this series more popular. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Should be should be cool. Hey, so a lot of people saw you probably on the West Coast Supercross races. You were one of those bubble guys right there to make the main each and every week. How did you think Supercross went for you? Um, it, I don't know. It was, it was, um, it was, it was good learning experience. Mm-hmm. I, I, results weren't good, but you know, I, if you can take, learn from your mistakes and apply them for next time, I, I guess that's, I mean, that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, it was good. I learned a lot. Um, and like you said, I'm like right on the bubble. So yeah. once you get over and you get into those main events and it's a whole new game and, uh, yeah, I felt like, uh, just, I felt like watching you and maybe I'm wrong. Don't get me, you know, don't, 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 maybe I'm wrong, but I felt like watching you, like you have the style and skill to do all the jumps. Uh, but maybe yeah. aggression and starts were just never really there. Um, like I yeah. often, I often saw if you did get a decent start, you kind of got shuffled back real quick, and then you were like, "Hey, 
you know, now I can start racing. And you know how Supercross is. It's balls out from the start. I don't know. That's just sort of a mm-hmm. mini observation from watching you this year. Uh, do you agree? Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I didn't get, I, I'd say I just wasn't, like you said, like I'm, I'm good in the jumps and the rhythms, like I'm fine. Like I'm comfortable doing everything. Right. It was just more about, it was more about racing and getting better with my racing than, uh, than anything. Yeah. What do you think you need to work on for 18? Uh, just like right now, just continue to do more racing while I'm during the summer and mm-hmm. little races and, and, uh, continue to challenge myself i think practicing too with with riders that are that are better um Mm -hmm. during the week and uh doing that but i trained with randy lawrence and he has a lot of knowledge and he has some young kids right now that are really good so uh it's i think that's going to help and just confidence really uh yeah just being more confident and having that year to know kind of what to expect and you know the last supercross i did was Dallas and I got the whole shot or I, I got a second place start in the LCQ mm-hmm. and then I passed in the lead, but I froze up <laughs> a little bit. So that's definitely, you know, that one being the last one I did, it's kind of motivating, you know, like right. shit, I don't want to, I need to get in there. So, um, yeah, awesome. yeah, like you said, like just the racing plus two, like, and this goes for everybody. When you get the start, you're with guys that are used to riding in traffic. They can do all the jumps, and you get a flow going, and you follow those guys around. In the back of the pack, you, like, grab the brakes because some guy doubles instead of triples or some guy is yep. in the main line in the whoops, and then you're screwed. And, like, just it's just so much better getting out there with guys that are experienced and know what they're doing. And, yeah, it's not good in the back. <laughs> in the back. It is horrible. Dude, it's privateer island. It's just fight. It's yeah. killer, kill, killer, be killed. And, That's it. And like you said, like I'm good with the jumps and stuff. Yeah. So being back there, being back there is horrible. <laughs> um. Hey, why KTM's? Why do you ride KTM's? Um. I mean, we don't. I'm not on a team or anything, so it was really our choice. So we got to choose kind of whatever bike, but, um, I liked them. I've, I've, I just was really comfortable on them. Um, and, uh, we got a little help. Like we know, we know some guys at KTM who would help us with some, some parts for some, you know, like KTM, you have to run the race trannies and, uh, there's Mm -hmm. some things in there that, have so we got some help from them and uh jamie ellis does our motors and he's yeah he knows he knows ktm as well and huskies yeah 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 so it was just it was just easy and i really like driving him so um yeah no like no main reason yeah yeah. other than i like well the reason i ask is because you do some riding for trans world right over the years yeah um so you've ridden a lot of different bikes so i figured Exactly. At some point, you maybe said, oh, "I just feel comfy on a KTM." I don't know. Maybe not. But that—that's that, basically how it was. Yeah. Like I've been—I I started riding in uh, 2011. Uh huh. So I started on Hondas and Hondas, um, and then I started doing the. I met Don, mm-hmm. and I started doing like the, the shootout stuff and little tests for with him, mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, so I got to ride all the bikes, so I could really 
know like what I actually like. So I rode the KTM and that's, we were always, so we kind of just wanted to twitch and that's mm-hmm. what I picked. Yeah. It's a neat little perk of your gig. I mean, it's not, it doesn't pay anything, but you get to, you know, kind of help out when you can. Yeah, no, it's awesome. It's really cool. And then I'm actually, after Calgary, I go home. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, well, depending on if something comes up or not, maybe. Yeah, but uh, yeah, maybe you go 1-1, one, go one, bro. And then, and maybe you go 1-1 one, one and then you yeah. just keep, get a ride. Exactly. No, I'm actually really excited for this weekend. I think it'll be my best race yet. Cool. But um, I go home and then I fly back up to Calgary uh, for a Husqvarna intro. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, and then after that, the tenth or the tenth through the twelfth, I fly to Joe Gibbs to. Uh, they built a couple of four fifties. I think one's a Honda and one's a Cowie, uh-huh. and uh, I'm going to go back there and and ride back there for a few days for Transworld. Oh, so that's awesome! Those are the types of opportunities I got. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then you meet people, right? You connect with people, and yeah, uh, and all that. That's all. Relationships are are a huge deal. So that's awesome. Exactly. Um. Hey, and I got to say, you gave me, I'm building this project bike, uh, 89 CR125, and I had mm-hmm. some WP forks in the garage, and I um, didn't really think anything about it, and then I don't know, I saw a photo of you, and you had Race Tech suspension stickers on WPs, and I was kind of like, I'm like, oh, Race Tech does WP stuff, which I knew they did anyways, but I didn't really think about it for some reason, then I'm like, those forks look kind of cool that you had. I'm like, I have a set like that. And it got me thinking, the wheels turning, and I eventually ended up putting these forks on my project bike. Uh, but it, I got to say, a photo of you on Instagram was a little bit of the inspiration, Talon. So there. That, I'll let you know that. That's pretty touching. It is. Yeah, no, it's... I just got... <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that's awesome. Um, no, Race Tech, Race Tech's been helping me out for a long time. And uh, actually, I won a... I raced the Verb Classic in 2012, mm-hmm. and uh, I won a I won an award for them for like winning the most motos or something okay. that week. All right, and and uh, Race Tech sponsored me for a year, and it was you know worth a lot of money. Expense uh, suspension's sure. expensive, and yeah. uh, they've helped me out ever since. They've been a huge step in my program, and Rob and Wyatt have killed it. They've they helped me out uh, more than more than enough oh that's good good to hear yeah and like i said your stickers were a little inspiration for me to put these wps on a honda <laughs> so we got to get you to ride this thing come out uh, we're, we're gonna ride them Dude. um uh with Kiefer. i think at some point we need to get an actual real pro on there okay well um, i wouldn't i wouldn't call Kiefer then no i know that's what i mean that's he's just <laughs> no, i'm just kidding no <laughs> what, what hey and you know Kiefer well so what what are some of the stories what Kiefer stories you got i i actually you know, Kiefer, I mean, I see him at the track a bit. And yeah. I've seen him at comp a few times. And uh, um, I don't know. I, I know him a, a little bit, but I haven't spent a lot of time with him. But um, I don't know. I feel like I can – I'm pretty good with, like, like meeting people and, like, mm-hmm. goofing around and just, like, easy yep. going. I can kind of hang out with anyone. Yep. And uh, Kiefer's fun to be around. He's – yeah, he, uh, he can make you laugh and we were just at a milestone a couple i think two weeks ago and we parked next to each other and uh-huh. it's just a good time it's just funny he likes to ride he has to ride for his job and he is out pounding oh. laps dude yeah he yeah i couldn't believe like he he you would think he's like 
a 16-year-old boy. Yes. Just excited every time he goes on the track. I know, right? And you're like, oh, I got to go and do a 20-minute or a 20-lapper or a 25-lapper. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's part of your gig as a, as a pro motocrosser. And he gets so excited about yeah. these beat-up, burnt tracks and test things. And yeah, I got to love it. I know. Yeah. It's cool, though. Um, how did the BTO Sports Connection come through? Because they've been helping you for a number of years now. Yeah. Um, that was uh, after like when I was an intermediate. Um, so yeah, like three years now they've been helping me, uh, three, maybe four years. And mm -hmm. yeah, they, they've helped me for a long time. I met them. Um, they started sponsoring me after Loretta's one year. Okay. And, uh, I went up, uh, I never met anyone and from BTO and they called and wanted to help me out. And then we met with them at Zaka station and, uh, I met with uh, Intignap, Tyler, oh, okay. and he was an amateur at the time, and he rode for BTO, and um, yeah, I've just I've been with them ever since, and um, yeah, so I've been with them for four years, and they helped me out quite a bit with parts and the graphics and and stuff like that. Tyler Intignap, bro, sick. Yeah. Dude, I can't tell the difference between him and Adam now. A lot of people, a lot of, yeah, a lot of people can't. No, I, Tyler gets it all the time and gets up people yelling seven deuce deuce to him, and he just plays along with it. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Town on Lafontaine, hey. what? Huh? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No. Town on Lafontaine on the Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life uh, uh, podcast uh, number fifteen, by the way, fifteen for Tim Ferry. Who Talon? You said. You you got his goggles one day out of Kahia. Yeah, I was up at Kahia. Um, him and Reed were were riding. They used to go there a lot, and uh, my brothers were riding. I'd go up to Kahia and watch them, and uh, they were up there one day. And I sat in the box van and got their goggles, and they signed them. And yeah, it's funny. Yeah, really. I was I was probably there. Maybe not, but may, uh, I I might have been there because Kahia is pretty far for those guys to drive up by themselves. You know, if the van was there, then mm -hmm. probably probably we were there too. So um, yeah, the box van was there. I yeah. remember. Um, maybe you remember they were riding with uh, Nathan Ramsey. Mm. No, it doesn't doesn't come to I don't, doesn't or they they were parked parked close with them. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Who knows? I remember I remember I, I asked Nate Dog for his jersey and he said no. Oh, Nate, what a bastard! Yeah. Um, <laughs> get him, get on him when you see him at the, at the races next year. Um, I, I think I've actually I've I've told him that before. Oh, have you? Nice, I like it. Yeah. Um, what did you? So, what's the plan for? So, you do these three nationals, do that stuff for Transworld, mm -hmm. and then just like Supercross eighteen, uh, you and Pops again. Is that the plan? Yeah, for, as of right now, that's that's the plan. I actually want to do um, maybe Washougal. Okay, uh, that's that's not too far. It's a little drive, but I mean that's kind of close for mm -hmm. motocross terms. Yeah, and then uh, so Washougal would be cool. And depending how I do there, um, maybe. Maybe the next one or yeah, yeah. whatever, but yeah, but yeah. After this, just continue to ride and train and and uh, do local races and continue to race because that's my biggest weakness is just racing. Just, yeah, just getting getting laps on. Um, who supports yeah. you? How do you make money? Do you just win it? Do you have a job? Do you have something that you do on on the side? Um, yeah, right now it's 
Not a lot of money being made. Um, no, no, not in Canadian motos and no, MX2. No, no, just uh, through contingency, but um, yep. like all my gear and and uh, stuff like that is covered. Like Fox, yeah. um, they hooked me up huge and 60 and all those guys have a, a bit of a contingency plan with some of them. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I, I, I'm looking to do some stuff just to keep me busy, you know, and on the side, my dad's sure. a builder. So, oh, okay. um, maybe, maybe go work for him a little bit and, uh, yeah, do some stuff. Well, dude, life after moto. Yeah. I mean, you know, the island life is, is tough because not only do you have to, you know, you get all the parts for free, but dude, it's like expensive to ride at milestone supercross every day or anything else. Like it's really yeah. expensive. Yeah. And, uh, last year actually, um, milestone had a, we know the owner or uh, Aaron yeah, okay. who runs it there. Yep. And um, there was a little bit of a deal. You'd pay like a monthly pass and um, it actually worked out to be pretty good, like a pretty good deal. Right. But um, yeah, the tracks are so expensive. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You should go to, uh, go to Castillo with the Antignaps. Just go hang out with them. Dude, I went to, I went to Castillo um, last year before Supercross is like the week before Christmas. Uh-huh. And, uh, dude, I, they built the whoops up pretty gnarly. Mm-hmm. Like no, no one had hit them yet. And, uh, <laughs> I ate it so hard and I didn't ride from then until the week before I won. Oh, so geez. it was, a, it was, yeah. One time, uh, when Roxanne was riding there and I asked Adam, I think that I'm like, dude, can you like, can you like get in behind him and learn something? Or like, can you stay with him for half a lap, you know, if you go balls out or something and, and really help you out. And he's just like, bro, yeah. no way. Roxon's way too good. No chance, bro. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Oh, all right. Dude. So much for learning. <laughs> I know. And then he was kind of saying that too when we were there. He's like, dude, you wouldn't even want to ride if Kenny was here today. <laughs> it would just demoralize you. Yeah. Oh, man. But – yeah, so, I need redemption at that track. Are you going to get to ride this week before Calgary at all? Do you have any practice tracks yeah. or anything? Um, it kind of a little bit depends on the weather. Oh, okay. Um, I'm I'm friends with uh, I rode yesterday actually at uh at the track at Wild Browser. You can do. I think, you I'm can pretty do, sure that's the name. You can ride there on a Tuesday before the national. <laughs> yeah, they wrote, they had the you need to ride 72 hours before the race oh, to, wow. at the track, but okay. Yeah, it was open yesterday, but it, the weather up here is kind of gnarly. like it just changes so much. But um, yeah, it a storm rolled in and it rained a little bit on us. But I got in a little time, but it was so dark. <laughs> I uh, I have bad eyes anyway. Okay. I couldn't even see. Like I went into a turn and I thought someone shut the lights off. <laughs> Dude, maybe you had a tinted lens on your goggles or something. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, but but I like the track. I had fun yeah. yesterday anyway for a little bit. I rode and yeah. then yeah, uh, I'm I'm friends with um, Epstein, so okay. Uh, I've been texting him, seeing what we're gonna do. Right. Uh, that's who kind of I've been hanging out with most of the time while I've been up here. Oh, cool! Yeah, we had him on the show a couple of weeks ago. He killed it at the opening opening round. Yeah, I was like, holy crap! Yeah. Qualified fastest, won the <laughs> first moto. Just, just you know, mm-hmm. he's been riding good. Uh, and Surratt's been tweeting shit on Canadian TV. I tell him I've been watching that. So, oh, dude, I know. I've, I'll let him know. I don't. 
Yeah, don't, yeah, don't be doing that. Um, all right, Town on LaFontaine, thank you for your time on the Racetech Suspension Privateer Island Life podcast. Uh, interesting guy, interesting uh, uh, racing for you in America, in Canada, everything else, and, of course, uh, Transworld stuff and testing for Transworld and everything else. So real cool to uh, to catch up with you. Thanks, uh, thanks for doing this. Good luck in Calgary, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you around, man. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Chat soon. All right, see ya.